Welcome to the Shaman Jessica podcast, where I share all about my work as a shaman. These episodes are purely based on my personal experience and opinions, and never a substitute for any medical advice. Let's begin our journey. Greetings, girl, and welcome to my world of crazy life. I got... Hey, Vanessa. Oh my god, such a party in here. So... I got a bunch of new Instagram followers, which I'm super grateful for. So welcome to all of you guys. And if you don't know me yet, I'm Jessica. Obviously I work as a shaman and I started this Instagram like four months ago to share more about my work, basically on my days off when I'm not journeying for clients. So I do these Q and A's because I like sharing as much as possible about this work it's so it's so important it's just such a i feel like a secret that's been kept from everyone like the way that we can work with consciousness and what we can do when we work with consciousness like the possibilities are endless i've witnessed and been a part of already so many miraculous healings and people stepping into their true power like the power of this work is not to be underestimated and that is why i feel like it's been kept from us for such a long time so just random tangent about that uh if you want to learn more about that aspect of the history of shamanism then go listen to my podcast episode about the essenes so yeah today i just basically am here to answer any questions that you have about me about maybe an upcoming session uh, maybe you've booked a session with me. I know some of you have that's coming up somewhere in the next couple months. And you want to know more about how I work, maybe something about me. So I'm just going to wait for your questions to come in. Please don't be shy. I don't judge anything that's going on with you. Um, people come to me with the most personal and intimate things, and that is really where the most profound healing is. So just anything that's on your mind, anything that you want to know is very much welcome. So in the meantime, I can talk to you a little bit maybe about my latest podcast episode that I uploaded yesterday or the day before, which was about fear. I got a lot of requests from you guys to talk about this topic from a shamanistic point of view perspective. And I think that it's a very important time to talk about this because as we all know, and I'm very aware of, you have an election coming up in the US in just a couple of weeks. So you are being inundated with fear and a lot of people are afraid. Um, please don't be. Whatever is gonna happen is gonna be the most important, uh, the best, outcome for the collective, whether it's a collective lesson that we need to learn and transcend, or whether it's uh, a, a great outcome in this time for us. What did I do my shamanic training with? And what can I, what can you expect during a session? Training, I mean, it's always, every session is completely different and new. So I feel like as a shaman, you are never done training. But uh, I started doing my training after I had my first shamanic journey with another shaman. And 
it's actually been a lifelong training. And I, now that I look back, I see how every single situation and everything that happened to me in my life was part of my training of becoming a shaman. Um, what can you expect during a session, Linda? Okay. Well, are you Dutch, by the way? Can I record the sessions? You want to rewatch yours? Um, I, I'm not a big fan of recording the sessions, but if you want to, that's fine. So, oh, I'm Dutch as well. So I was born in Amsterdam. I lived in the US and Singapore, and now I live in Sydney. That's cool. I've had some Dutch clients as well. So what does a session look like? I have a podcast episode about this. I'm going to answer this a lot, but if you want to know all the details, I talk about it in depth at length on my podcast. So definitely go and check that out. But so you book with me, either you send me a message here, like a lot of people do like, Hey, I want to book a session with you and you give me your email address. And that way I send you an intake form and a payment request and like an intake email, what it's about with the next steps, or you just go onto my website and book it there. And then I see your booking come in and then I contact you with the same email and intake form. That's the first step. And for a lot of people, that's already where the energy shift starts to happen. And that is because when you basically say, okay, I am ready to do this work. I'm ready to, to, transcend where I'm at right now and I'm basically like ready to up level that's where the universe starts to shift toward that level with you so that is often where the magic already starts to happen then depending on how far I am booked out in advance um, our session will be in a couple weeks to a couple months and you do not need to prepare for a shamanic journey other than keep track of what it is that you want to focus on in the sessions. So because this energy shift for a lot of people already starts to happen around when you book, you will start to notice that the things that you initially, initially wanted to journey for will maybe resolve themselves and maybe there will be a deeper um, underlying thing that you are ready to journey for or maybe a higher aspiration a calling that is coming up and um that's why actually those couple weeks leading up to the session are very important in themselves because they're going to show you exactly where you're at and uh it brings us to this culmination this point when we do have the shamanic journey where we can get everything out of it so what a session itself looks like is I send you a link to our call and this can be like a couple minutes before the actual session starts. And then we will have our call. I call it, I call it the intention setting call because that's where together we set an intention for the journey. It's also for us to get to know each other. It's not necessary. I can journey for you without having that conversation beforehand because everything that needs to be shown and be done in the journey will come up anyway, but it's um, a really nice way for us to dig a little deeper and just get everything out of it. And it's also an opportunity for you to, to ask everything that you want to know about this work. Well, 
Then we get off the call and I will start a journey for you by myself. I do this alone and this is where I connect with spirit. I go in the journey and this takes about an hour and a half. I do the work in the session for you and then we join back on a call. I send you a message like, hey, I'm ready. And that is where together we go over everything that was shown about you that came up and um, we talk together about how we can best integrate the work that's been done in the journey. And you can really journey for anything. And, you know, a total session takes up to four hours, everything. So including the call beforehand, me journeying by myself. And during that time, you just make sure that you relax and that you're not in anyone else's energy, that you're just um, chill. And a lot of people like to meditate while I'm journeying for them to see what comes up, um, to see if they basically tap into the journey that I or we with spirit are doing for them. And I really recommend this because it's just really miraculous the things that clients are able to pick up on um, in uh, their meditation while I'm journeying for them. And you do not have to be a very advanced uh, meditator even to, to be able to do that. And while I journey for you, I also am able to see what potential gifts uh, you have that you can that you can work with, which is really, uh, really special. So that's basically what a session looks like. Linda, let me know if that answers it. So Faji, you have you experienced periods of unknown or uncertainty before you found your work? Hell yeah. What was your journey like? Oh my God, where do I start? Um, what was my journey like? I definitely did not expect to ever be working as a shaman. That's for sure. Um, when I was young, I was very spiritual. Uh, my mom and a friend of hers who were into some like spiritual practices basically introduced me to the concepts. Um, but I saw auras all my life, ever since I can remember. I was very in tune with the spirit world since I was really young. And then when I became a teenager, you know how you get interested in other things. Uh, I kind of lost, I guess, track of that side of myself. But I never really took like full ownership of it because I didn't really see how I was different in those respects from anyone else. It was just like who I was and I didn't think about it. Uh, Vanessa, you have to go. You'll watch the recording later. Yeah, sure. Um, um, enjoy your meal. So uh, I also started to get really sick. I had a very severe uh, ear problem that started when I was really young. It's called patulous eustachian tube and to answer like were there periods of unknown uh definitely this was a very very big one so patches eustachian tube basically means that you your eustachian tubes are too wide you can hear every sound in your body you hear your own voice like you're screaming you're basically constantly extremely overstimulated and it's a very rare condition it's very severe uh, a lot of people that have it become very depressed, cannot work, suicidal, everything. It's, it's very awful. And because it's so rare, there's not 
um, a lot of studies into it. So there's basically nothing that they can really do about it. And I was diagnosed with that only a couple of years ago. So I was also mistreated for, uh, for that condition, had a lot of like surgeries and everything that made it worse. So um, that was very challenging my whole life. And that is actually something that I cured through journeying. Then there were a lot of other things that uh, were quite challenging. So I experienced a lot of abuse. Um, I then became uh, anorexic and um, had a heart attack that was an effect of refeeding syndrome. You can look that up if you're interested in that. And I also like I had very severe medical issues. I um, had like the craziest allergies, like debilitating allergies linked to my ear thing. And I was very depressed for a very long time. Um, yeah, it was it was rough. I would say like the period up until, well, okay, most of most of it was just really challenging, and um, yeah, I was very depressed. I was I, but I would say that my whole life leading up to this was like a period of unknown. To answer your question, and I was also I I broke my like every bone in my body pretty much twice. Um, I like broke one, one of my arms in half. So, um, and another arm like in 16 places, I was always in extreme amounts of physical pain. So that was really something that really, um, it's hard to tell at the time how that changed me as a person, but I became Buddhist when I was 20 and that was really for me when I learned the, the tools of basically being able to go very deep in uh, your experience. Ah, thank you, that's so sweet, guys. Um, into the physical experience of life because you know how people can become enlightened in severe suffering? I think that's basically what happened to me. So, um, when you basically have no way out, you can only go deeper into your physical experience, your pain, and you have to go through, I think, a spiritual type of development where you can be able to find some, some type of like peace and quiet uh, inside of that painful experience. And um yeah when i became buddhist things started to uh look up for me um i became a lot happier still a lot of health challenges basically like the, the eight ten years after that but when i moved away from amsterdam i um had an experience where my third eye opened and i started to meditate a lot more because I had a lot more time. Um, I moved to, I moved away from Amsterdam, I moved to different countries and I had a lot of time basically for the first time because I was just diagnosed with my ear condition uh, right before and I couldn't work anymore. 
it was really severe. So I had to, for the first time, really look at like, okay, what is going on with me? Either I have like 10 different severe conditions or it's all energetic. And that's why I really started to work, um, to do more spiritual work and meditate a lot. And after I had that healing experience where my third eye opened, these meditations started to become very intense. I had spirits visiting me, um, which was very beautiful. And my days were just uh, a chain of synchronicities. So a lot started to happen there. And I think it was only a year later that I decided to do a shamanic journey. And that's where I really became familiar with this practice and realized that that was what I have been doing all along, basically as an escape and decided to, to do this work. And that is when I started to journey for friends and family and their results were so incredible. And the results of myself were so incredible that I just decided to start to do this professionally. So that is um, basically my story. So yes, very intense periods of unknown and uncertainty, but that is really how I guess I found this work. So that's what my journey was like. Um, yeah, let me know if you have any other questions, things that you wanna know, you can ask me anything. Thank you for your vulnerability. All, you're very welcome. You know, I when I started doing this work, and especially when I started my Instagram page and started to share more about obviously like how I became a shaman and my backstory, it's all part of it. And I had people around me who were kind of like protective or triggered by my openness. But I really thought that. I felt like it's completely fine because I'm fine now. And especially in doing this work, people that I see have experienced situations way more severe than I ever have. And, you know, suffering is really an integral part of life and it's really where we grow from. So it's not a big deal to me because I don't get triggered by anything. Um, and I also really want to kind of normalize suffering because we live in a society, I feel like, where we have to be sort of happy and together all the time. Like, no way that you could just text your boss and say, like, hey, I can't come in today because I'm feeling very depressed or something like that. It's just unacceptable. But it's who we are. Every single person suffers. There is no exception. And it's not such a fucking big deal when we suffer and we experience pain and disease. And again, like I said, what I've experienced is nothing compared to some of my clients and apprentices, the things that they've gone through. And sharing that is the only way to really get the message out there that you can actually heal yourself with this work. Um, so, and also I feel like it's unfair for people to come to me in sessions and really open up and be very vulnerable. And for me to not want to share anything about myself. And also when I would want to work with a healer or even a therapist or a doctor or anyone, 
you need to be able to have a positive connection with that person for you to be able to basically put your life into their hands for a second. And it's very important for me to open up for me and you, for us to be able to connect with each other, basically. So what a beautiful story. Thank you. What are some of your favorite client journey stories? Oh, I love that question. Thanks for that question. Some of my favorites, a few already come to mind. And I just want to say that they're all unique. They're all different and they're all beautiful. Wow. One that I had very early on was for someone who was suffering from an addiction to ice. And ice is like a type of meth that people use here in Sydney. And a very lovely person, like pretty much like highly functioning on the outside. And I don't think that he was using this every day, but the addiction was trying to pull him in every day. And he had just kind of like this moment of a breakdown where he was just really suffering with this. And I wasn't like working professionally yet, but I just said to him like, you know what, let me do this for you. Um, we can only like potentially gain something here, nothing to lose, let's just try it. And I think that I can help you. So I journeyed for him, it was the most beautiful journey. And since that journey, you know, I saw the entities that were attached to him, the energies that were basically getting him, keeping him caught up in this cycle of addiction and took those out, or I should not take credit for for this, like my spirit guides took them out. And since that session, he has not felt the urge to use. And he, I talked to him the other day and I asked him like, hey, how have you been? Because it's been, I guess, over four months since we did that session. And he said, I'm completely fine. When he thinks about that drug, he just feels a disgust and that journey just brought him into alignment with source, which he values so much that that is basically where he gets, I don't want to say his high from, but that is what feeds him like actual real positive energy, the things that we are often looking for uh, in an addiction. So that was a really beautiful one. And then another one that comes to mind which is probably, if I'd have to pick a favorite journey, that would be uh, my favorite one ever, is with a client who is now an apprentice of mine who is just doing incredible, incredible work as a, becoming a shaman in her own right. And she was one of the people that I think of when I say there are clients who have experienced things way worse than I have. And she came to me actually because she wanted to change uh, careers and she had never really heard of shamanic journeying before we connected through Instagram and she was just like you know what I'll try this and in our intention setting call I tapped into something energetically that was way bigger than her career her work and what came out of the journey was a very severe story of sexual abuse which had had started when she was really young and there were actually different family members uh, who perpetuate who did this to her and then 
there was in a later later stage of her life there was like a neighbor and then someone in school it was a very horrific uh, pattern of sexual abuse in her life so that is what the guides and I focused on in a journey and after that journey she just felt such an incredible energy shift that she just in our conversation afterwards said like I hadn't heard of this work before but I've experienced it now I know that this works and I want to become an apprentice and that is how our shaman apprentice uh, journey together started but since that session she told me that she just doesn't get triggered anymore around her sexual abuse and that to me I just that's so profound it's hard for me to even wrap my head around but she was getting triggered by these traumas all the time and since the journey not one trigger completely free that's how she just d described it like it's gone from the inside she's completely free and what was also really cool is that so many like life changes happened for her after like in the two weeks after she had a situation of work that allowed her to stay at home for a stretch of time she had a new car she was able to suddenly buy a house out of nowhere and she just closed the mortgage on that and uh, she had family moving close by who were able to then help her uh, take care of her child she obviously started the apprenticeship and now she uh, since we've been doing client sessions together she is able to see what she is capable of as a shaman so it's just since that first session her life has completely changed she's completely healed she's free she's stepping into her power and i just love her so much and um i guess that that is uh, one of my favorite client stories so um i don't take credit for any of that i'm just a facilitator and source the divine spirit is what is able to work through the shamanic journeys to basically help someone align completely with their their calling their highest purpose so that is uh, i guess one of my favorite client stories let me think if there were any others uh, you're welcome let me think what other incredible clients they're all so amazing so hard to even keep track of because when you start to do this work it's like every session is like a miracle another miracle another miracle it's really uh yeah every everyone needs to know about this everyone needs to do it uh, let me see i can just pull up like my admin sheet here to see um Oh, actually, this week I also caught up with someone who I journeyed for like four months ago. And I haven't really caught up with her after the journey to ask like how she had been or how she was. But she was pregnant. And I think she might have become pregnant right after the journey. And we did a lot of womb healing work. And I remember telling her explicitly to start using her womb and her sexuality to create 
And now she's been pregnant for like, I guess, three and a half months or something. So I thought yesterday I just like put two and two together and I was like, oh, okay, awesome. Uh, yes, so many amazing, so many amazing ones. Oh, another one that I can think of is a very severe case of also a client who's an apprentice now. She was experiencing uh, astral rape. So actual rape, the way that you would experience it physically, but she was having this happen to her uh, energetically in her sleep. So she was also having um, hearing voices in her head. She was being shown images constantly. So there was a very severe uh, psychic attack on her, an infringement on her energy. And I worked with her and she was doing incredible after the journey. And by the time we started the apprenticeship, she was still experiencing some of those things. So usually I just make myself redundant in one session, but this is a session where a person, I guess a case that was very severe and really benefited from doing some extra work. And you know, her case was so severe that I actually for a day thought of not taking her on as an apprentice because I thought, I don't know if it's safe to have her at some point together with me, of course, start journeying for other people. What if this is beyond the power of this work and I cannot fix it? I was feeling kind of, I guess, intimidated. And then I thought, no, I truly believe in the power of this work. I've seen miracles happen before. And what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna take her on and I'm gonna fix her, I'm gonna help her completely. And after the first session, which was not even a journey, it was basically the whole introduction, like foundational session to the apprenticeship program. I uh, gave her tips, suggestions to protect herself energetically. And I talked to her in the second session and she's like a changed person and free and thriving. So also one of my favorites, but I could go on and on forever. I mean, it's just constant. Uh, stories like this so yeah unless you have any other questions right now I'd say check out my podcast episodes I share a lot more there and yeah I'm just thinking about all of my clients and all of the sessions I've had it's just I cannot even wrap my brain around the power of this work. What I also really love, which happens to a lot of clients, is where they see a lot of things that came up in the journey. Uh, I see things about them that they didn't tell me all the time. Um, yeah, there's no, I don't think there's any limit to the power of this work. So please never think that whatever you're dealing with, you have to deal with. It's just um, ready to be ready, ready to be resolved. So yeah, it was really fun sharing some of my favorites, uh, favorite kind of like cases, clients with you guys. And a number of you have booked sessions with me. So I'm gonna do some like scheduling work today. So if you've booked with me, you're going to be hearing from me uh, probably today or tomorrow morning at the latest Sydney time. And yeah, 
if you ever have any questions about this work, then just shoot me a message. If you want a podcast episode around a certain topic, you can also let me know. And uh, don't forget that I'm here to serve you guys. So I hope that you have a beautiful day. And I love you guys so much. Thank you for booking your sessions with me. Thanks for your questions. Thanks for showing up in this life and basically allowing me to do my work. I love connecting with you guys. And um, yeah, I'll be back soon.